Blog Talk Radio. type of person that feels you can be doing more with your life? Have you been seeking answers to life's hidden mysteries? Do you have a lot of questions that you need answers to? Well then, tune in for the next hour as myself, Dr. Neb Haru Noon, Supreme New Knowledges, here at the Eternal Temple of Noon, the Master of Ascension and Solar Deity in this day and time, do my best to inflame your soul and get you ready for the great cosmic awakening. An awakening like no other. The time is now. 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 Hey, Hotep, Hotep, greetings, greetings. I hope y'all are all doing well out there. I hope you can hear me fine. Everything is everything. So we're moving into this show today. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. You know what I'm saying? I really appreciate y'all tuning in today. And, um, you know, we're going to keep it moving, keep it grooving. And today is a great day, you know. It's the last show of the end of the week until we start a new one. Might be doing shows over the weekend, so just stay posted for that. Um, you know, I'm spontaneous at times when the when the energies move me, you know what I'm saying? I decide decide just to come on, get in, you know, and um do a show. All right. Next week is gonna be very powerful. Um yeah, hold on one second, just give me a second. I gotta I'll be right back. Gotta make a little adjustment here. Give me one second. Now, the most powerful and most dynamic books in this day and time, known as the Noon Tablets, authored by myself, Dr. Neb Haru. On sale now on Kindle Fire, the Noon Tablets. On sale now on Barnes & Noble Nook. 
the noon tablets, and on sale now on iTunes for your iPad, iPod, and iPhone. Download today and take Newology on the go. Hotel, peace. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry for all the noise in the background, but we're moving on today. We're moving on today. And, you know, each day of the week is, uh, if you look at your, you know, solar, solar, solar astrology, you know, or solar, excuse me, solar biology, they call it astrology, lunar astrology. We call it solar biology. You know, there's certain days of the week that's great for you, certain days of the week that's, you know what I'm saying, not so great for you or you just got a lot going on. And for me, Friday is one of those days, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I guess because I was born on a Saturday, so, you know, Friday, the, the energies were scurrying around, getting ready for my, you know what I'm saying, materialization on this physical plane. So it's been working with me all my life, you know? So anyway, uh, we're going to pick up from what we started, from what we left off yesterday. And um, we're going to also go into a few questions that was inboxed to me on Facebook and Instagram. Two brothers had asked me a question. I'm going to tell them I'll address it today on the show. So hopefully they'll tune in and listen or they'll go back and listen to the show. All right. So um, we're going to go into further because the name of the show today this is a part two continuation. I just felt like that show was so powerful yesterday. You know, um, I felt like that show was so powerful yesterday that, you know what I'm saying, we needed to go go back into it today. So yesterday we were talking about the, uh, us being beings of light, and we were talking about biophoton energy, you know. And being that we were talking about biophoton energy, we were talking about how, you know, it's also cousin to consciousness yesterday, you know, and that the body emits, you know, photonic energy. You know, that's what we were talking about yesterday, okay? And that being that the body emits photonic energy, we were saying yesterday that the body emitted, let's go back for a second, because it was a very interesting fact about biophoton energy, how the body emitted a certain amount of biophotonic energy we were talking about yesterday, right? And we said, let's see, on page four, you know, on page six, we said, right, we said that biophotons are weak emissions of light, right, that radiated from the cells of all living beings. And a photon is a single particle of light. And then we also said yesterday that plants, animals, and humans generate up to 100 photons per second. That is phenomenal. We generate 100 photons per second, plants, human beings, and animals. So today, we just, we're just doing a recap from the book, The Magnetic Body of Light. And I'm just going to continue building off this particular noon tablet called The Magnetic Body of Light. If anybody's interested in purchasing this, you can just go to uh, nupu-noon.com, n-u-p-u-n-u-n.com, or you can get it off of um, you can buy it off uh, you can buy the digital copy or the ebook off of Payhip. Pay, uh, pay you do slash Dr. Neb Haru, and all the ebooks will come up there. All right, so we're gonna start today on. Let's see, we're gonna move forward into this. Noon tablet way forward, and we're going to move on to page um, 23. Yep, we're going to do 23. And we're going to start with the question. Oh, wait a minute. You know, I don't even want to start there. I want to start, I want to start here. Wow, this is, I'm going back now. Okay, let's start, let's start here. We're going to start on page 20 with the question, what are the magnetic currents of the body? Okay, yeah, let's start there. 
Let's start there. So the magnetic, let's read. So the question was asked, what are the magnetic currents of the body? Answer, there is two, there is two magnetic currents of energy which flow through the human beings. Okay, so we got two poles, just like the planet Earth has two poles. They call it the North Pole and the South Pole. Well, those are actually currents, magnetic energy centers, magnetic points of, of, of the body of the planet Earth. They call it the magnetic pole, the magnetic north, the magnetic south, you know, or the South Pole, North Pole. Okay, so there are two magnetic currents of energy which flow through human beings, creating this magnetic field called your aura. So a lot of people don't talk about you know what I'm saying, the power of the aura. We say, oh, it's the aura, you know, it's linked to your chakras. It gives off, you know, it gives off um, colors, you know, these beautiful colors. And those who are psychic sensitive who are spiritual enough to see it, you know, have advanced their cones and rods in their eyes, and they can see this aura, you know. That's what we talk about. But we don't talk about exactly going depth of what the actual aura is. So, again, there are two magnetic currents of energy which flow through human beings, creating this magnetic field called your aura. So your aura is a magnetic field. What is a magnet? You see, it's magnetized. It, it draws things to you, just like dust, you know what I'm saying, can be drawn towards uh, what we call the static static energy, you know, and it, or we call it lint, and lint just draws a certain material and it gets all on your clothes. Just think about your aura is like that, okay? So... Uh, there's two magnetic currents of energy which flow through human beings, creating this magnetic field called your aura, and it's part of Earth's magnetic field. So your aura is part of Earth's, Earth's magnetic field. So that's how we are interconnected to the planet Earth, one of the many ways that we're interconnected to the planet Earth, okay? So our aura is connected to the Earth's aura or the Earth's magnetic field. So our magnetic field is, is connected to the planet Earth's magnetic field, all right? And the Earth's magnetic field in which it moves independently, okay? So let me read that again. There is two magnetic currents of energy which flow through human beings, creating this magnetic field called the aura. And it's part of Earth's magnetic field in which it moves independently. These fields are composed of positive and negative vibratory energies or forces and positive masculine, meaning pouring out. So when we say positive, we're not just talking about, oh, good, you know, positive, feeling good and stuff. We're talking about on an esoteric level, we're speaking about positive energy as something that flows outward, okay? Negative energy as something that flows inward. Positive energy, as far as the way we're talking now, would be a masculine function, okay? And feminine would be a, 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 a in-pouring or it would, be a, it would be a female function, okay? That's what we mean by feminine energy here at the Eternal Temple of Noon. So when you're reading the Noon Tablets and you start seeing that word positive energy, look at it another way too, not just being positive, stay keeping your vibration high, you know what I'm saying, and seeing the good, the good in things, but also too positive also means uh, outflowing. When we say be more feminine, we're talking about be more psychic sensitive, be more aware, open yourself up. You see, don't put blockers up. Use the right side of your brain, okay? So, and type into your heart chakra, all right? So let's read this again. These fields are composed of positive and negative vibratory energies. So vibratory means vibration. These energies vibrate or forces. They have a vibratory energy or they're known as vibratory forces. And they're positive masculine, meaning outpouring, and negative, meaning inpouring, polarities or forces. So these fields are composed of positive and negative vibratory energies or forces and are positive and negative in polarities, okay? These forces are presently known as 
centripetal forces and and centrifugal forces. So these forces are known as centripetal forces and centrifugal forces. If you go back to a couple shows uh, previous this week, I spoke about the centripetal forces. Let me slow down. Centripetal forces and centrifugal forces of the planet Earth. All right? These forces are what lock life into a system. Okay? So this is what locks us here. Right? Into a system. Gravitation, which really gravitation is nothing but magnetism, okay? Gravity is nothing but magnetism. It's a force that keeps us bound and locks us into this planet Earth on a physical level, okay? These forces are what lock life into a system, be it the nucleus in a cell or the cells in the human body of people on Earth or Earth in the solar system or the solar system in the universe, multiverse, omniverse. All are locked by the positive masculine force, which is centripetal, meaning pulling and sending out, pouring, and the negative feminine force, which is centrifugal, meaning pushing and receiving, uh, in-pouring, okay? So centripetal force comes down, comes towards the earth from the universe. So the centripetal forces are coming from the universe, out of space, right? And the centrifugal forces, what I spoke about, comes out from the center of the earth, you see? And when you put your, when you, so, um, when you put your feet on the ground, barefooted, you're taking in these energies because you have a sun in the earth, a sun inside of you called your sialic plexus or your solar plexus or the ray seat, right? And then you have or the amun ray seat, and then you, the hidden light, the amun within, and then you have the, the, the ray a or the ray or the ra, the sun, the visible light sun. Some, some languages in ancient times, they call it shemesh, you know, in cuneiform, they call it shemesh. Okay, and it's the it's the physical light, right? And then there's an etheric counterpart. Okay, there is an etheric counterpart. You have the Amun Ra, which is the physical. Well, excuse me, Ra in ancient time or ancient Egypt, which is the physical light. Then you had the Ray, which was or Ray A, which was the etheric counterpart, the unseen light, the energies that's creating the physical light, the energies that's allowing you to physically see this sun. You know what I'm saying? Burning. You know, that's the raw. That's the manifestation of the raw. But there's always etheric counterparts to, to all places, all part, place, all places, all people, and all things. You see, so New York City is New York City, or Atlanta is Atlanta on the physical plane, but then there's an etheric Atlanta. You see, and when you're outside the body, there's a whole nother world that looks just like Atlanta, Georgia, looks like New York City, but it's a whole nother world. On a whole nother, on a whole nother dimension, with disembodied spirit souls and all those that passed away. You see, there's a, a counterpart to that, or a flip world, or a mirror world. Okay, so you have centrifugal. You know how we get all that, right? So we have centri- centrifugal forces comes out from the center of the earth. Okay, so you con- we're constantly taking in these forces. But here's the thing, because of the technology, the, the man-made technology is throwing off the natural forces. So what we're taking in these electromagnetic frequencies or electromagnetic waves through the cell phones, the cell, the 5G cell towers now, you see, and everything else that's around us, the, the, the computers and, you know, all the other uh, equipment and the, the sound waves is bouncing around constantly, especially in major cities. You're not taking in the natural flow of the planet Earth. You're not getting the natural chi. That's why a lot of people will have to get away from the cities or start um, uh, finding ways to, you know, migrate out of the cities to get more in tune with nature. And when we talk about getting more in tune with nature, we're also talking about getting in tune with our flow, 
You see, get in tune with the natural rhythm of nature. You know, when you start to uh, happen to me, when I moved out in Ghana and I was out in the country side of Ghana and there was, we were far away from the city. I'm talking about way out there in the country, you know, and it was just, you get back into your natural rhythm. Everything seemed like it went to sleep around six o'clock. Personally, I didn't go to sleep around six o'clock. If I did, I took a nap and I woke back up. But I noticed the whole town went to sleep around six o'clock. Even the animals, you didn't hear no chickens or goats or nothing walking around. You didn't see them walking around. You didn't hear them crowing or making noise. But as soon as like five o'clock hit, it's like everything woke up again. The bugs started running. You know what I'm saying? Everything just started moving again like clockwork. You see, because it was on a natural cycle, a natural rhythm of nature. Nature has its own time. And then we're not on nature's time. We're on man's time. You see? And like I said, next week we have a powerful week. We have a powerful guest, you know, that I'll let y'all know about once I schedule the show. You know what I'm saying? But she's going to come. She's an ascendant master. She's going to come. You know, she's done the work all her life, and she's earned that right. And she's, like I said, she's an ascendant master that I'm going to have here next week. Okay? And she's going to come, and she's going to educate us on the 1212 gateway that's about to open up next Saturday. And then she's also going to come back the following week. I think it's the following week. Let me see real quick. Today. I think it's the, look at my phone. I think it's the following week. Let me see what the date is. So we have her coming Thursday, the 10th, and then she will be back. Yeah, she will have to come back the following Thursday, the 17th, because we have two powerful gateways getting ready to open up this year. And from what she was telling me, um, August 12th, tw- uh, December 21st, August 12th. Remember, uh, I mean, excuse me, sir. December 21st, 2012. Remember all the whole 2012 hype? Well, really the time was off. So what she's saying is, if you notice during that time, nothing happened. And people were looking, holding their breath. But according to the Mayan calendar, the real date is December 21, 2020. Which makes sense because of all that's been going on this year. What would be even, you know what I'm saying, more magical than a portal or something taking place on a cosmic level that the whole world experiences and feels? It would just cap off this year because this year has just been unbearable, you know what I'm saying? On all levels, man. The gateway has been opening. People have been transitioning. And that's not a laughing matter, but people have been transitioning right and left. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I thought death happened in threes, but now it's happening in nines and tens and these people are just passing on to the next dimension like it's ridiculous, you know? So she'll be here next week, and I'll give you all more information about that. But let's get back to the forces of nature and the forces of nature that's uh, influencing our life on this planet Earth and how our aura interacts with the forces of nature and how we are the children of nature, okay? So we're reading again for the guests that just popped on the show. We're reading again from the Magnetic Body of Light. Like I said, I highly recommend this noon tablet uh, don't sleep on the noon tablets. If you see me promoting them for years and you haven't gotten all of them, go ahead and purchase them because there's going to be something in there that just sparks off and, and, and raises your mental vibration and emotional as well. So we're on page 21, and we were talking about the centrifugal and centripetal forces. So let's review real quick. So these fields are composed of positive and negative vibratory energies or forces. The positive masculine, it, it, uh, excuse me, the are composed of the positive and negative vibratory energies or forces. These forces are positive and negative in nature. These forces are presently known as centripetal and centrifugal forces. These forces are what lock life into a system. This is what locks us here into the system, into planet Earth. You see? Be it nucleus in a cell, 
right, or the cells in the human body of people on Earth or Earth in the solar system. So it just doesn't, it, these forces just don't extend to the planet Earth. It extends outside this planet Earth, too, within our solar system. And also, the so solar system inside of the multiverse or the universe, multiverse or omniverse, you see, which we call all in all. All are locked by the positive. So they're all locked by the positive masculine forces, which is the centripetal force, and the negative female or feminine force, which is centrifugal force. So the centripetal force acts as a pulling. The centrifugal force acts as a pushing. So pulling, right, meaning pushing out, sending. So when, you, when you're sending out, like right now I'm in a masculine mode. I'm sending out information. This is a masculine mode. Y'all, I'm going to be in the teacher mode, which is a masculine mode. Student mode is feminine in energy, feminine nature, because now you're, rece- you're open, you're receiving, you're receptive. You see? So now your mind is in an alpha state, alpha beta to an alpha to a theta state, depending on how relaxed, you know, you get while you're listening or how attentive you get. You see? So centripetal forces comes towards the earth from the universe. So we only got constantly these forces coming from the universe. Then you have centrifugal forces coming out from the center of the earth. Okay? So we've always got constantly got energy coming out from the center of the earth. Once you get back in nature, you know that you'll be able to get in tune with this. All right? And you can go to a local park or something, just somewhere outside the city, you know, and people who are Tai Chi, practice Tai Chi, that's what they're working with. They're working with these life chi forces, these centripetal and centrifugal forces. So we're going to move on. On page 21, the question is asked, what are the two main poles? What are the two main poles of the, of the magnetic currents in our body? So what are the two main poles of the magnetic currents in our body? Because our body has magnetic current. When you eat certain foods, you have uh, negative thoughts, you're stressed out, it throws off the chi or the currency in your body. You know, it doesn't allow the life force to move in your body. Also, too, those who are tuned in, uh, who called in the show, just stay online because we have about 35 minutes in the show. Um, but this show still will be recorded because I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna go longer than an hour today, probably a little over. So just stay tuned because there's a couple questions I need to answer. What are the two main poles of the magnetic currents in our body? The answer: currents in our body are at the crown chakra, so your crown seat, known as Aritu or Arushat in ancient Egypt, at the top of the head and the base of the spine, your root chakra. Okay. Our chakra also gives off the most electromagnetic energy throughout the whole body system. Okay, you always have other magnetic currents. You always, you always have, you always have also. Um, hold on one second. Let me just type this. Okay, you also have. Um, let me read that again. Your heart chakra also gives off the most electromagnetic energy throughout the whole body system. You also have other magnetic energy centers in your body as well, also known as chakras, aritu, arushats, or wheels of life. Okay, and I'm going into more detail. I'm um, dedicating or lavicating a whole noon tablet called the wheels of life, and I'll be going into each chakra and building on it. So that that look out for that particular noon tablet is coming out soon. I'm, I'm actually working on it now. What is the electro and what is question? What is the electrical and magnetic power of thought? All right. So now we're gonna get into electromagnetic power of thought. We're gonna get juicy now. All right. So the answer, as mentioned earlier, thoughts are electrically charged. Thus, they create magnetic currents, which which manifest as things, persons, 
places, and circumstances in your life. Again, as mentioned earlier, your thoughts are electrically charged. When we say mentioned earlier, because earlier in this particular new chapter, we were talking about that. Just not today. As mentioned earlier, your thoughts are electrically charged. Thus, they create magnetic currents, which manifest as things, persons, places, and circumstances. Realize now that around your body, there is an atmosphere called an electromagnetic energy field, okay, known as an aura, as we just previously mentioned. Your thoughts have an effect on your mood, which affects your aura color. So your, th- your aura is constantly changing, interchanged constantly by the thoughts you're having, you know. And what happens is if your aura starts to dim or get more a low vibration and it starts to manifest the colors or materialize the colors through, uh, from, from um, um, like brown and red and different things like that, there are entities that are around us because remember your aura is what? Magnetic. So it attracts what is vibrating and that color that you're giving off has a vibration. You see, because it's electro, I meaning it's electric and it's magnetic. So the electricity is sending out. The magnet is what brings it back in. You see? So your aura, if you're giving off a green color, you're sending out green electrical energy, and it's going to magnetize itself around all the other green electromagnetic, uh, green electric magnetic energy. You see? It's the best way to, you know, to explain it. Simplest. So if your thoughts are green, right? Let's talk in terms of colors. So you're, you're giving off green thoughts then you're going to attract green back to you. If you're giving off blue thoughts or purple thoughts or the highest vibrational black thoughts, you see, then you're going to attract that to you. And if you're giving off a rainbow of green, blue, purple, black, you're going to attract all this simultaneously to you because it's magnetized in your aura. It's how you magnetize your aura. You can literally magnetize your aura just by your thoughts. And when you walk outside, you will start attracting like you would be like a magnet because you're giving off. You're saying, hey, look at me. I'm over here. I'm green, blue, you know what I'm saying, purple, black. And then all the people that are vibrating on the, and inside those energy fields will be attracted to you. Anything that's not, it will be repelled. It won't even see you. It won't even recognize you, you see. But those who are, that's why I say misery loves company. So those who are vibrating on uh, red, you know what I'm saying, it, what happens is it opens up their crown chakra or it opens up their aura. Yeah, you know that soft, that soft, that soft spot in your head. Even though the crown chakra is is that color, you can dominate. Those colors can dominate your chakras. You see, so your 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 crown chakra normally is supposed to be, you know, what I'm saying purple to black. But if you haven't done the work and everything, your crown chakra can be a red, and that's, that symbolizes anger, anger and lust and hate and jealousy and envy and you see what I'm saying. And then what happens is there's disembodied entities, disembodied souls that are looking to get inside of people to suggest thoughts, you see, of depression, of kill yourself, of, you see, stuff like that, seriously. And what happens is we call it walk-ins. They can literally possess you and you don't even realize it. And people will be like, man, it seems like you're not yourself today. Are you okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not acting like yourself. And then, you know, somebody may say something. They say, oh, man, that person ticked me off. They pissed me off, you know. And you just go off on the deep end, and you'll act. And people who are around you who know you know your character, know that you're normally not like this. And then all of a sudden, you start acting what they call out of character. Then, they, then you have to realize, man, you might have just been possessed. You might have just had a walk-in. You know, that's those, what's called a walk-in is real. 
You know, you can go somewhere and be just as happy and walk into a building or a store or something like that, and that person who's checking you out, happened to me, who's checking you out, you know what I'm saying? I mean, actually checking you out, you know, like you merchant, not checking them, <laughs> you know, who's actually, you know, uh, at the counter ringing up your stuff um, could have a walk-in, an entity, you see? Or it could have passed through the person they just finished ringing up and the other customer, you see what I'm saying? And then that person ticks you off, and now... You know, unless you block it and you still say hi and happy, then it won't. It'll bounce off of you. But these disembodied entities and souls are looking for. Um, they they need um, energies to subside off of. They need physical bodies to feed off of in order to keep them energized. And they're getting it. If they don't have that physical substance, which is life force, they will just disappear and they'll become like a fog, like a ghost, and just move on to the next realm. You know what I'm saying? Or the lower realms, which will torment them. But they're here and they need, you know, to feed off of people. You see? So let's keep moving about the aura. Your thoughts have an, 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 an you see how that one that one information can open up a whole portal. You understand? Of, 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 of information. Your thoughts have an effect on the mood which affects your aura. Your color equals frequency. See? Your aura color equals frequency. Your thoughts have an effect on your mood which affects your aura color. Your aura color equals frequency, which is a vibration that is being transmitted back out from you and seen and felt, seen and felt by all others around you. You see? So people can be like, man, people say it and don't even realize it. Man, I like that person. They got a really good vibe. There's something about their aura. They just have an aura about them. I don't know what it is. See? It's in our language. We don't even know it. People who don't even, even, even into this type of stuff say it and don't even understand what they're saying. Man, that person got that brother. That sister got a good vibe. Got a good vibe from them. They really have a good aura. It's something about their aura, their energy. You know. <laughs> so let's see. Your aura color equals frequency, which is a vibration that is being transmitted back out from you and seen and felt by all others around you. Take some time to do some research on Curlean photography, which is light-sensitive photographic equipment that have been developed to pick up on higher bandwidth frequencies within the electromagnetic spectrum. That are then in this camera is able to take pictures of undetectable lights around living organisms, be it human beings, plants, animals, etc. Electromagnetism is magnetism produced by an electric charge in motion. Okay? And then for more information you can refer to the energy, the energy vibration of thought. So how do we replenish our body of, with magnetism? How do we replenish our body? Because a lot of times we be drained, you know? Once we start to understand that we are literally a walking electromagnet and our aura ties into the aura of the planet Earth, then we have to realize, when we start to understand how our energy can be drained, you know, and you have energy vampires and all this other stuff. So how do we replenish or recharge our body with electromagnetism? Okay. So one answer, the answer is pure alkaline water is one with a high pH of 8.0 or higher is a great way to replenish our body with electromagnetic energy as well as pure sunlight. Pure sunlight, just stay out in the sun, is another way of recharging our electromagnetic body, okay? Just pure sunlight. That's why I said it's, it's great when you live in solar-heated environments. You know, when you live in solar heated environments, 
places that get a lot of ample amount of sun, you're charging your electromagnetic body, okay, which also charges your astral body. But let's keep moving. So the question was asked, how do we replenish our body with electromagnetism? One way is pure alkaline water. Another way is um, pure sunlight. And as mentioned earlier, whole green foods that absorb the electromagnetic spectrum, okay, that absorb the, the electromagnetic spectrum. So the question is asked, why is electromagnetic energy so important for our bodies, right? Why is electromagnetic energy so important for our bodies? So a lot of the food that's, you know, saying that we're learning to eat, the alkaline diet, Dr. Sebi, you know, veganism, taking a lot of plant-based diets, you know, it's all about recharge. It's all about taking in electromagnetic energy or electromagnetism. Okay, so why is electromagnetic energy so important for our body? Because our bodies are electric. There is light or electric energy in each cell of our body. As we learn to replenish our bodies, cells with electrical energy via whole green living foods, we replenish this light within our cells, known as biophotons, which we spoke about yesterday, right? The more we replenish this electromagnetic light, the more we live longer, okay? Life is light. Remember this. Life is light. Because life is because life is a burning. All right? Because life is a burning. Question. What are the chakras? We can get into that today. What are the chakras and the wheels of life or energy seats? These energy seats are conduced these energy seats are conduced as black light energy entering your body from the unseen world of subatomic particles and life forms. And this black light energy is distributed in many ways throughout your body by way of these energy seats known in India as chakras and ancient Tamaray, Egypt as Aritu or Arushat. Maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow. Yeah, we'll talk about that one tomorrow. We'll build on that tomorrow. I'm going to take a break, then I'm going to come back, and I'm going to answer uh, the two questions that I want to answer that the brothers had um Inbox me about. All right, so I'll be right back. Are you sick and tired of your current situation? Are you the type of person that is just searching and seeking for the deeper mysteries in life? Well, now you can begin to unleash your power with this. Unleash your power with this by purchasing the new Noon Tablets by Dr. Ned Peru at www.nupu-noon.com at www.nupu-noon.com. Noonology. Unleash the power within and begin to live the life of your dreams.
Are you the type of person that is seeking more wealth, better health, and prosperity in your life? Are you the type of person that is seeking more positivity, need more positivity, wanting and yearning more positivity in your life? Are you the type of person that knows that there is just more to life? Well, bring positive energy into your home with the new Noon Vibration Pyramids. To learn more, visit www.noontech.com. Again, that is www.noontech.com. We have pyramids for all your wants and needs. Pyramids for attracting wealth. Pyramids for attracting creativity. Pyramids for attracting love into your life. Also featuring our brand new 5G Pyramid. To learn more, again, visit www.noontech.com. Hotel. Peace. All right. So we're back. We're back. We're back. So the first question was asked by a brother, um, good brother. He said, um, he said me and he said me and my twin flame are wanting to start mantras for love and prosperity. What can we say or use for our magic? I know that's right, brother. So first, let's address what the word mantra means for those who don't know what a mantra is. So I just Googled the word mantra in Sanskrit because that's the language it comes from, Sanskrit. Uh, so it says the word mantra is derived from Sanskrit words. The word manas, which is mind, and tra, which is tool. So mantra literally means a tool for the mind. All right? So it's a tool for the mind. So these, so these uh, sayings or chants, you know, um, all chanting is is really to program your subconscious mind. Also, too, all chanting is it gets the it, it's a it's a way to naturally get the brain to slow down. So any words you're using, it produces frequency and a heat inside the brain, and the brain vibrates off like we said before, brain waves. You see, so if you're constantly saying om om om, and you actually do it the right way, like you're humming. You know, um, you actually if you if you say om like you say like started off with an H, om, and you'll feel it from the back of your mouth, and by the time you get to the M, you'll feel a vibration in your third eye. And if you do this over and over and over again, this vibration is actually going through your whole head, and it's affecting your glands, your brain glands, your pituitary, your pineal, you know what I'm saying, your hypothalamus, all your brain glands within sits inside the limbic system, you know, the limbic system of your brain, you know, that we spoke about in the uh, noon tablet, uh, new knowledge of the pineal gland, you know. So being that your brain is vibrating, it's causing frequencies, and it's causing your brain to tap in to a corresponding frequency. So when you're doing mantras, all you're doing is you're just reprogramming your brain so you can get to a subconscious level so it can get on autopilot, you know. When we mean autopilot, when we talk about subconscious, we're talking about that's where habits are formed. And these habits shape your character, you know? And it's how you respond to things that you love and respond to things that you don't like, you see? And once it gets subconscious, it's to the point where, you know, people are not even conscious and aware of what they're doing, like biting your fingers, blinking your eyes, be fidgety, you know, different things people notice. Like, did you notice you do this? And the person would be like, I wasn't even aware of it, you know, because it's on a subconscious level. You see, so the best way I recommend if you and your twin flame, you and your twin flame are seeking to build that love bond stronger, I would, you know, 
download a program on your phone if you have an iPhone or something like that. iPhone has a voice recorder, you know, and I would record, I would write down on a piece of paper your goal, you know, saying you would create what's called an auto suggestion, a list, you know, instead of saying I am successful or, you know what I'm saying, you would say we are, we are whatever you want, you know, or you could say our love is, you know, whatever you want to say. I'm just giving you an example. Our love is, you know, everlasting. You know what I'm saying? It, don't put our, our love doesn't end because it's going to end, you know, because you put the word end in there. Doesn't Law of attraction don't matter if you say don't end. It's going to actually give you, you know, what you don't want. You know what I'm saying? So by, by, by you mentioning what you don't want, it's going to give you what you don't want. So you just want to keep it positive. Don't use words like, you know, don't or it isn't, you know, whatever. So anyway, you would just create an auto-suggestion and you record both of your voices. You know, you will record both of your voices. This is free. and give you some free information, free software you can download. There's a there's a program that you can download called um, Audacity. Spoke about it for years. It's been around for years, and I found it, you know, years ago. Like, I did that, right? It said years three times, right? But um, it's called Audacity, and it's spelled, uh, let's see, I got it here on my computer right here. It's spelled um, A-U-D-A-C-I-T-Y. It's a free program, you know what I'm saying? It might ask for a donation, but you don't need to give a donation to use it, you know, but you can if you want to keep it going. Um, but it's, it's called a peer-to-peer software. So it's people creating this and updating this program. It's not just a company or whatever. But Audacity is good because it allows you to blend tracks together. It's very simple to use. All you do is you import the audio. So let's say, for instance, you have the iPhone. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have an iPhone, I'm sure you can find any type of voice recording software. Um, if you're using your computer, you can use GarageBand. That's what I use, GarageBand. A lot of commercials you hear now and stuff, I'm using GarageBand. You know, I just record my voice, you know, put that little effect that I like on it, then I bring it into Audacity, and then I put, and then you can bring whatever music you want, you know. Now, you can put whatever tones you want on the background, but I recommend some of the tones that I'm talking about, like the own tone, you know what I'm saying, or the other frequency at the intro or the show. You can just inbox me. I can give you, I can send you the link for that. You know, Ohm Tone is not online anymore because the gentleman passed away. So his wife said that they're looking to get it back online, but you won't find that particular Ohm that I just played. It's called Eternal Ohm. You know what I'm saying? His name is Dick Sutphin. That's the original um, producer of that. Um, but the other frequency I have at the intro of the show, you can get that if you like. I can just um, inbox it to you. But I will put that. I will make y'all auto-suggestion, right? Um, I, will, I would, you know, play it. And while y'all laying there asleep at night, it's both of y'all voices. Oh, you don't have to do it when you sleep at night, but it's a great time to do it while y'all sleeping at night. But I will put it on, I will put it on um, low, you know. But if you listen to it during the day, I would just put it on, you know, low as you can, but low where it's audible, you still can hear it. And I will lay back, you know, and maybe make the um, your auto suggestion CD. Um, you know, because once you save it, you could turn it into an MP3 for your computer. You can play it on your phone, computer, whatever. And um, I was do it for about an hour or 30 minutes. You know, maybe you want to start for 30 minutes, you know, and then you can move on to an hour. And you just lay back, play it, close your eyes, you know what I'm saying, do deep breathings, and you just, you both just constantly listen to it, you know. And what the, what the point is, is to get it on autopilot in the subconscious. Once it's subconscious, it's on autopilot. Then it starts to work on the forces, the unseen forces, and it starts to build a certain type of aura around you guys. You're actually hypnotizing yourselves. This is a form of hypnotism. You see, we're being hypnotized constantly, so don't get scared. 
You know, they don't tell you that auto-suggestions is really hypnotizing yourself. You know, the way we do things here in this country is hypnotism. We're hypnotized to partake in holidays, and we're hypnotized to partake in certain uh, rituals. Like, you know, if you are nightclubs, like what I'm saying, there's a certain ritual in nightclubs, if you ever realized it, but I'm not going to go into all that. You know, everything has a ritual. Everything has a, a um, habit. You see what I'm saying? Why is it, you know, we're, we're subconsciously programmed during the Super Bowl. Most people eat wings and chips and because they're selling that stuff, beer and all that, but it's a habit. So now they created a culture and it's Super Bowl food, you know what I'm saying? Or Thanksgiving, most people have turkey and stuffing and dressing and you see, they started programming us as the children. This was the middle of the pilgrims, you know? So anyway, you want to get it down to a subconscious level. So that's what I would do. Um, I would start there with the English language. You know, I wouldn't really go to any other language right now, you know, because, you know, most of the languages like mantras and stuff, that's not vibrating for on the physiological level for African people. You know, seeing for highly melanated people, which you want to call African-American or black people, you know? Um, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't really introduce anybody else's language or, you know, or culture into your life right now. You know, unfortunately, we're speaking English, so I would just start with English because that's what you've been programmed to be used to. You have an emotional connection with that language, you know, and, you know, it takes time to build an emotional connection with other languages because no matter what, you're still going to have an English translation in your mind. You know what I'm saying? If I say the word, you know, if I say the word um, ha'ar, to you, and you don't know what R is, you're going to be like, what's that? You know what I'm saying? If I say the word nabab to you, you're going to be like, what's that? I don't have, you know, I don't know what that is. And then once you learn what it is, you still don't have a deep emotional response connection to it. So there's no feeling there. I give you an example. When I was living in Ghana, the language didn't bother me. I didn't have an emotional connection to it. So when I heard people arguing and all that stuff, I didn't feel no type of way. First, I hear people arguing in English, the vibration is coming from their mouth. I can literally feel their expression because I'm emotionally attached to the English language. So when I was in another country and I saw people arguing, I was just looking at them like they were arguing, but I didn't feel it in my heart. My being didn't affect me. I didn't have, you know, but when I see somebody arguing here, I can feel the, the vibrational waves hitting my being. If I'm not protected from it, you know, and I was like, oh, man, y'all need to, you know, so it's a total difference. So I hope that answers your question. You know, you guys just figure out what you want to do, your goal, write it down, put it into the program. You know, um, and listen, it's easier to listen than to sit up there and repeat, 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 repeat. I mean, it's good, but this, you know, we have the technology now. These things get you in that mode quicker. All right? So I hope that answers your question. If not, just hit me back, and I can uh, go further into it. You know? All right. So let's move on to the next question. A brother hit That was on Facebook. Brother hit me on Instagram. And let's see. Um, like I said, if you ever have any questions, just hit me up on Instagram or Facebook. You don't know my Instagram. is Dr. Neveru. And then um, D O C R dot Nevaru. And, and Facebook is Nevaru. All right, so let me go to Instagram here. I got to pull it up real quick. Let me go to Instagram here. Let's see what the brother asked. Oh, I'm on the wrong. I got all these multiple accounts on Instagram this account and that account. Hold on. Let me go to my Dr. Nev account on Instagram. All right, all right, here we go. The brother said. Dr. Nevaru, how do I practice meditation without all these negative thoughts clogging my head? I've been going through it, and I just need a stress relief. Thanks for reading. All right, so I'm going to take a question to the brother, and then I'll, if he didn't get it on the show, I'll just inbox him as well. But when it comes to meditation, the mind needs something to focus on. So if you're a beginner, med- if you're a beginner meditator, you have to let those negative thoughts 
go. Meaning, meaning, let them play out. Just let them run through your mind. Let them run through your, your mind. They're going to be there because you're not used to, you know, meditating. But the mind needs something to focus on. So when we say start meditating, we first say to, um, oh, wow, okay, cool. We're going to get off the show anyway. Um, we, 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 you first need to, like, like I said, the mind needs something to focus on. So when we say start meditating, we first say get a candle because energy flows where attention goes. So the best way is not even close your eyes at first. The best way is to keep your eyes open, sit in the dimly lit room with one candle and stare into the flame. Okay? This will help you focus your mind. You're not worshiping fire or anything like that. You're just looking into the flame in order to focus your mind, you know, focus your brain, your brain waves in order to focus your mind. So the thoughts will come in and out. You have your thoughts. You hear all type of stuff, you know, and it's fine. The, the goal is to pro. The goal is to just sit there and let the thoughts play out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's slow. You have to gradually, slowly get into training. So if you've never done it before, it's going to be it's going to be. You know, I would start with a white candle. You know, because I, mean? I know what color should I get? It's not that deep. Don't get a big deep thing. Just a candle. Not a candle. The house down. I have to say this, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to burn the house down. It's a nice, safe candle. You know, you want to sit there, put a timer on your phone, you know, set the timer for your phone about maybe, I don't know, let's say you want to start with a minute or two minutes. I would say recommend five minutes or nine minutes, you know, and you just sit there and look. Maybe you want to put a little music on, you know, some own tone or something like that and just turn it down low. And you just sit there and you breathe while you're looking into the candle and you breathe through your nose out your mouth, and you count your breaths as you breathe in and you breathe out. That's one. Breathe in through your nose if you can, if your nose is not stuffing or anything. I have to say this because a lot of times our diets make our nose stuffy and all stuff, you know what I'm saying? So if you can't breathe in through your nose at the time, don't panic. Just got to use the mouth breathing, you know? But you can breathe in through your nose, even if it's one nostril. Breathe in, hold it for like a couple seconds, and then breathe out. That's one. Breathe in again. Breathe out. That's two. And you focus on the candle. Eventually, you do this consecutively. Or when you start to do this consecutively, okay, um, you'll start to realize that you'll be able to focus more. The key is getting focused. Or you ever see a fire hydrant, a fire hose, and it's just, it, it, the, 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 the fireman just stops and it's just all over the place, spraying water all over the place. Somebody has to run and grab it. So you are the person that's grabbing it. Your, your mind is like the fire hose, you see, and you have to direct the energy. So your eyes is like directing the energy. So you have to just stare at it and you focus, you know. Eventually when you start doing this, you'll start, to, it's, like a, it's like working out. You'll start to realize, oh, man, I'm building a muscle. Well, what you're building is you're building what's called your mental muscle. You see, everything has a muscle, even the mental muscle. You see, the emotions have a muscle, emotional muscle. All that has muscles, even though we don't see it because remember what we said in shows previous to this, that you have a physical body, then you have an etheric a body, and that body has the same as senses. So if you can, he- if you have the senses of seeing, you have the spiritual sight. You have senses of hearing. You have the inner ear or spiritual ear. The senses of feeling. You have the physical heart, and then you have the inner heart, a spiritual heart. Everything physical body things start to get diseased on a spiritual level. That's when the physical body start the physical body last manifestation. So that's that sickness and disease started way before it manifests in the physical. That's like the last result, you see? 
And I heard that long. I've heard that to a lot of night healers. That as many years you have a physical disease, is months it takes to heal yourself. So if you have a physical disease for a year, it only takes a month to heal yourself with the right regimen and everything. Isn't that amazing? You see, so you can renew your life every thirty days. That's why I recommend it to do a twenty-one day liquid fast, twenty-seven day. If you read Queen Afu's book, Heal Yourself. You see what I'm saying? She breaks that down. She talks about healing in the intro, you know, and, and doing a 21-day or 777 or, you know, the cycles of seven, 21-day fast. You know, here at the General Temple of Noon, we're talking about nine. We deal with the number nine. So we're talking about a nine-day fast or 27-day fast. You see what I'm saying? But, yeah, brother, so we'll start with the candle exercise, all right? So I hope that answers the question. Again, if you ever box me, if you ever have any questions for the show, just press one on your keypad, you know, and uh, we'll go further. So I really appreciate y'all tuning in. I thought I was going to go off today, but I'm not. And the back here on the laptop is getting ready to go out. So I don't want the show to get cut off. So we're just going to end it right now today. And y'all have a great weekend. Look up because um, there might be some shows this weekend. I might do here a live class or whatever. I'll push it out on um, on the social media. And just get ready because next week is a powerful week. Like we said, we're moving into this 12-12 gateway energy. And we're going to have our special guest, Divine Feminine, on the show, right? You know what I'm saying? And she's an ascended master. She's done the work. And now she's here to teach us all, including myself, about the two powerful gateways that are about to open next week and the week after. All right? So you just get ready. You got something to look. You have, you have not just something, but you have more than enough. Stuff to look forward to on a positive. I really appreciate y'all tuning in. Love, divine love, and y'all have a